Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of The Last Podcast You'd Want. How we doing, everybody? Steve here, starting the show. As always, today I bring to the show a friend of mine, a fan of professional wrestling, a officer in law enforcement, uh, second one to the show, of course, following Mr. Joe Gamble from last week. Uh, today we bring, though, Mr. Jim Betancourt. Jim, how we doing? I'm doing outstanding. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm super excited to be a part of it. I've been listening to the podcast for a little bit, so um, let's do it. I think, they, I'm glad. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming on. And we're going we're gonna to dive right in uh, with a question okay. that I, I always love to start with because it always get, lets me know of a person's value or love of movies. And that is, <laughs> have you ever walked out of a movie in the movie theater? Uh, I have. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, it was a long time ago, I want to say it was in the 90s. And it was Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman. And Morgan Freeman and Kevin yes. Spacey and Renee Russo. I, and I think maybe part of it was because I was on the first date with my wife at the time. My wife. So, <laughs> my future wife. So that's probably why we ended up walking out. But your first you know, date was Outbreak? Yes. And that just <laughs> that actually was playing at the old Oceanside Drive-In. Ooh, for those right. of you familiar with North County. So it was playing there. And so I, I guess we drove out more than we walked out. Sure, sure. That was 1995 that that movie yes. came out. Mm -hmm. um, wow. All right. Outbreak. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman, Rene Russo, Morgan Freeman. Uh, oh, there's one other big name. Is it Tom Sizemore? I got right here on my other computer. This stuff always drives me up a wall. Yeah. That uh, oh, Cuba. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s in it. Donald Sutherland. Patrick Dempsey. No, no Tom Sizemore. I don't know why I got him in my head. Have you gone back to revisit it yet? I mean, have you? You know what? I, I have not. I, I just remember at the time, for me, it was really a funky type movie with the whole... I mean, you know, look, we just lived it, right? So speaking of Outbreak, a lot of things, you know, that if you go back and watch that movie that were happening, you know, with the quarantining and that kind of stuff, hey, we just got through it. So maybe it's probably a good time to go back and revisit it. It was number one on on uh, on Netflix right at the beginning of the pandemic last year. It was like it was like that and Contagion or Contagion. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. All the movies, you know, where, where, where it deals with that. I forgot Cuba was in that movie. Exactly. It's a fun, it's a fun one. I, I, I enjoy it. I remember watching it as a young child in 95 when it was going to come out on VHS. Right. Right. Back, back when that was a thing. Um, exactly. Have you had, so I've been, I've been to the Oceanside drive-in. The funny thing is, is I know I went to the Oceanside drive-in multiple times as a child, but all I can remember is the Flintstones and jungle the jungle with Tim Allen. Now here's the thing those movies did not come out at the same time. So I did not see like a back-to-back -back showing <laughs> of, of the Flintstones with Jungle the Jungle. Like there were other right. movies that were with it, but I was so young, like I just went there naturally in my PJs, back of the car, mm -hmm. falling asleep by the time the first movie's over, if not, if not by the beginning of the second movie. I 
have a lot of good memories of going to the drive-in as a kid and that was big i'm from sacramento just kind of like joe gamble from that area uh, area and you know there was a lot of drive-ins out there back in the time back in the day and that's what we used to do so you know that's a lot of I good got, saw a lot of good movies there i got i got a drive-in right a little bit north of me van buren uh it's a fun little theater but i, I know if it's a dark movie it's not uh if it's a darker lit, lit film, it's not going to translate well on that screen. But exactly. uh, but the drive-in is so much fun. So is Outbreak the only movie that you've ever walked slash driven uh, out of? No, the 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 other, one other movie that I walked out of, <laughs> I just couldn't get through it. Was Leprechaun from the Hood? Wait, that was theatrically released. <laughs> so the backstory on that was. We, uh, at the time I was working um, as the PIO for the National Guard in California. I had spent my time in the Marine Corps and then I got out and I started you know, dabbling in television news. But on the side, I was also the public information officer for the headquarters of the California National Guard. And we were doing some um, PR with some uh, celebrities in LA. They were filming some stuff for us. And one of the people that we met just at the hotel said, oh yeah, I was in this, you know, movie and it's leprechaun, you know, we're having a little showing, you know, on this place. And so we all went, you know, and, you know, there was some cocktails had before we went to it. And then, you know, there was a few of us sitting in the back that said, this is, I can't, <laughs> I can't, we just gotta go, you know, it was, it was, it was just so silly. I mean, it was funny. It was silly. It was dumb, but I just couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. And so we just thought of something better to do. So, and you know, as somebody who's very easily entertained, I don't walk out of a lot of movies, but just those two instances, I think I found something better to do at the time, if that makes sense. No, that, that, that 100% makes sense. Uh, and wow, it just blows my mind that they would even like, that just seems like such a direct to video right leprechaun for me that is they so had funny. some showing in la and i can't remember exactly where it was but we went we got invited and it was hmm. yeah yeah that, good. that happened to me i i mean i wasn't invited i worked for a movie theater but we did a screening of shrek 3 and okay. i got i got i got slightly <laughs> I, I i was i was uh uh inebriated of sorts uh when i went to go see that film and mm -hmm. uh not funny. Yeah. Right. Not, not I know. funny. That for me, I call that the summer of shitty trilogies because right. within, within a month you had uh, Shrek the third, you yeah. had pirates of the Caribbean at world's end and right. you had Spider-Man three, all yeah. of which were films that were supposed to be great and spectacular summer blockbusters, which technically they were, but in my personal opinion, they, they were all just horrible. It's just so hard, you know, you, you, they make good movies and then you try to throw something out there and sometimes they stick, sometimes they don't. That's right. That's right. Well, we got two great movies. And, and with that, I always go to what I call the opposite spectrum, a movie that you couldn't stand to a movie that you could just watch every day. So I have a couple. Is that okay? Oh, hit me. Yeah. Hit me with a couple. Oh. I, I love it. So the first movie that I could watch every single day is Step Brothers. I just can't get enough. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm easily amused. I like stupid humor. I like um, 
Will Ferrell and you know that so that that's a movie I could watch every day um, not when it's on regular network TV or cable because they delete so much crap out of it but sure, you know, sure. that's a movie I could watch every day and you know and as cheesy as this movie is I, I love it and that's Karate Kid you can see the poster. I was about to say, you got a poster yeah. right over your shoulder. I can watch that movie every day. I just love Mr. Miyagi character more than anything. I just love, I, I, there's just something about his character that just sticks with me. It, it's the wisdom. It's the, it's the sayings. It's all that stuff. Sure. And okay, so with that, I have to ask, you watch Cobra Kai? I love Cobra Kai. Are you excited for the new season? I am excited for the. I'm excited, you know, they're going to bring back more people, um, you know, to the season. And, and you know, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it happens, you know. It, and in my opinion, the acting is that and that is so bad, I can't look away, right? Because it's so Disney Channel-esque. <laughs> it really is. I just, you know, me and the kids, we love it. I love the the, the things that happen. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm going to watch just because it's affiliated with it. So. My, my only question is at what season do we get when they bring Hillary Swank in? Oh my gosh. So funny. You should say that. I just watched. What was that one? The next karate, the next karate kid. kid. I just watched that with my oldest daughter, Faith, who's 18. I'm like, you know, and she, she showed, she, my oldest daughter really um, is an old soul. She really shows her love for these older movies, this 80s, you know. So she was like, there's another one? I'm like, yes, let's watch it. And we watched it, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. But they have to, right? It has to happen. I, Miyagi, I'm, I'm not yeah. wrong. Miyagi is in the next Karate Kid, right? He is in the next Karate Kid, yeah. As Mr. Miyagi. With her. Yeah, he goes and stays with the family. Remember, the mom leaves, and leaves her him with this troubled girl and you know yeah he, man he brings her you know he brings her back that's so. so i mean it's gotta it's gotta happen she's gonna show up and she's gonna be like oh you're daniel mr miyagi spoke spoke so much about you right and then you're gonna get that flashback to to the next karate kid he's like oh me and daniel saw it <laughs> basically i could see her showing up with like her kid or something to join you know, Ooh, that's how some... they're going to bring it in. She's going to have kids and she's going to want to get trained by Daniel. You know, something weird. Yeah. Does Hillary, <laughs> th that's the question though. Does Hillary Swank even, even act anymore? I don't think so, but. I don't think so. You know, did any of these people that are in Cobra Kai act anymore? <laughs> William Zabodka actually uh, did do random stuff. Uh, funny you should mention your first date uh, with your wife was Outbreak. Uh, my first date with my wife was Hot Tub Time Machine, which I did not realize nice. actually stars Williams Vodka. You know what? Thinking back, it sure it does, you know, but he is somebody in there that you kind of gloss over a little bit because there's so many big characters in that movie. Sure. Well, you're a big fan of of the Karate Kid, so I'll recommend if you if you haven't seen the music video, there's a band called I believe it's No More Kings and they do a, a song called Sweep the Leg, Johnny, or just Sweep the I, Leg. I, I feel like I've seen it, but I'm not sure. Well, you I feel should, like that's something I've seen, yeah. The, the music video, the music video is very, it's very good. 
uh i really it's it's i'm not i'm not going to give it away for you because if you've seen it then you'll know but if you haven't seen it okay. i'll remind you when we're when we're done to go check it out perfect, uh, perfect. but but perfect. with that being uh the karate kid is a great one and Step Brothers. you said Step Brothers, and the first thing i wanted to do is just be like you touch my drums <laughs> right <laughs> you touch my drum set <laughs> no no i was i was watching cops yeah, no, no, not me. You're so, lying. You know, I, I know you're lying because cops comes on at four forty-five. <laughs> no, right. No. And my favorite. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, my favorite scene in that is just you know, it is you know standing in the kitchen with his dad talking about hey you know he yeah. <laughs> she had the old bull maybe he she wants the young cub you know he's explaining that to her and i just can't i lose it every time I can't. Uh, the first time the first time i ever saw stepbrothers uh was my first time watching stepbrothers and david e jones's first time watching anchorman we found oh out my. i i found out that he had never seen anchorman and he found out i had never seen stepbrothers and we were like okay we've got to hang out and we literally oh, yeah. watched them back to back Oh, I mean, two classics that you just, you know, and somebody like me who is in law enforcement, but also works in the news business. I mean, that is a timeless, you know, movie that just it, it's going to be quoted until the end of time. Oh, yeah. I, I <laughs> do. You, the, the great thing about Anchorman is it's really a film that you can just quote just continuously out of context. And as long as the person knows, that's just Will Ferrell in general. Yeah. Like, like my my buddy the other day made a comment on Facebook that that he said that he felt Parks and Rex was better than The Office. To which I said, with all due respect, <laughs> your opinion is wrong. Right. And and he tried to tell me he and he said something, and I replied with. I did say with all due respect. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the biggest thing. So, yeah, I know. It's 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 just definitely one of those movies. I don't know. It just, you can't. And I love it to this day. I'm still warming up to Anchorman 2. It has its moments, but... I watched it once in the theater and I haven't gone back. Yeah, so there you go. There I, you go. I, I'll, always, I'll always hold... Yeah, Anchorman's always got a, a special place in, in my heart. Mm -hmm. uh other than the fact i mean it was just such a funny movie but yeah uh, step brothers just adam mckay in general i mean mm -hmm. in reality because you think that you can think other guys other guys is just absolutely yeah. hilarious you've never done dust pop <laughs> oh okay so as as a man in law enforcement is is the desk pop a real thing i'm kidding <laughs> it, it is it is a it is a real thing and people have these, you know, guns go, I mean, there's a lot of guns right around the office and sometimes they go off. So, um, yeah. And when it happens, believe you me, there's cartoons and comics and posters and that those persons, they, they suffer they make <laughs> a lot of fun of them when that happens. So <laughs> have you, have you ever had a desktop Jim? I never have. Thank, thankfully. Thank, thankfully. Thankfully. Let's, let's keep it that way. Excellent. Knock on wood. Knock okay. on in 22 years. No, thank <laughs> Excellent. Those are those, man, those are some great movies though. Um, that, that, yeah, I mean, and the karate kid, the karate kid is a movie that I like to essentially like, there are people that hate this term, but it's, it's a timeless film. Mm -hmm. because it's a relatable issue that no matter how old you are no matter what generation you're in i hate to say it 
but bullying is always going to be around. It's all, and you're always gonna, you know, you're gonna root for that underdog. It's one of those, you know, classic Rocky type stories where the underdog, you know, overcomes. And as you're watching the movie, you know exactly what's gonna happen, but you just wanna see it. Yeah. And it makes you feel good. And so that's why I think I've, I, I like that movie so much. And, you know, when it came out, you know, I'm, I'm young when it came out. We all came out of there thinking we could do karate. And, you know, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I have to ask, did I just hear Star Wars in, in the background in your garage? So I have a Star Wars arcade behind me game. Oh, um, and right. so sometimes it just goes off and no, I just, I just, I just, I just own. Yeah, I heard the do 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 do. I was like, all right, no, I'm just making yeah. sure I heard it. Big, big uh, Star Wars fan. And, and and with Karate Kid, uh, have you seen the the alternate slash original ending? Um, it's on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. You it's, know what? I don't know if I have. Johnny wins. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, you should go on YouTube. You, it's I like need a, to seen it. I need it's to like it's it. like a minute and a half. Well, I mean, because we all know Daniel's a real villain, so we gotta go. We gotta I, I love, I love the Daniel is a villain angle. It's right? like the, it's the same angle of Zach Morris was a di- was it was a dick to everyone. Yes, exactly. And I love those, you know, YouTube videos that they show that you know Zach Morris was a dick, and they show, and I'm like, what? He actually I love, was. He really was. I love those, and I love, I love cartoon, uh, cartoon conspiracy theories. Oh, mm. like like my one of my favorites is uh, the Inspector Gadget conspiracy theory. Do you know the Inspector Gadget? Conspiracy? I ha- you know, I haven't been down that rabbit hole yet, but it sounds like I need to. Well, let me tell you real quick. So, <laughs> so the Inspector Gadget conspiracy theory is that Inspector Gadget was a real person. He was out in the field. He was very, you know, presumed dead. Mm-hmm. So they made a robot, Penny. They are Penny, the dog. Mm-hmm. They needed someone to raise her. So they made the robot of Inspector Gadget. Lo and behold, the real Gadget comes back and see he's been replaced. He goes insane. He becomes Dr. Claw, whose only mission is to destroy Inspector Gadget. That's why you never see his face. That's right. right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's it. That's it. The, the, other, the, the other one I like is uh, Rugrats. All of the children are figments of Angelica's mind. <laughs> That's possible. No, here's, here's the theory behind it. Tommy was a stillborn, mm-hmm. was a stillborn baby, which is why the dad is always making toys and slightly depressed in the basement. Mm-hmm. Chucky and his mom were killed in an accident, which is why the father's always depressed. And ah. Phil and Lil was an abortion, so they never knew whether it was a boy or a girl. So Angelica made one of each. Interesting. Interesting. That's just, yeah. yeah. I to, I, you know, you have to watch it with that theory in mind. In order, that yeah. one specifically to really exactly. get it. Because exactly. the only people, the only people that interact with the babies besides their parents are essentially the dog and sometimes grandpa. And grandpa could just be senile. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, you know, I grew up with a lot of the darker cartoons of the 80s that if you go back and watch now, you're incredibly offended. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. So it was a little different back then so seeing some of those, but, um, you know, yeah, different times. Absolutely. Different times. 
for sure. And, and you talk about you talk about you know uh, cartoons from our childhood. It kind of leads into the next question, and that's what are some movies that take you back to your childhood, a more youthful time? Well, there's a there's a couple, and one you know, and I was thinking that I've been thinking about this question quite a bit, and it is a really dumb movie, really if you watch it. However, it was in such a transitional time for me when it came out and that movie is break in you yes. know and yes. and and so it, when that movie came out for me i you know was starting to you know break dancing was so big in the 80s right and that was the thing to do you had to have the cardboard you had to have the parachute pants you had to dance like turbo and ozone you know i mean movies like that were coming out like beat street and you had break in and 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 all these things are coming out that were kind of you know showing with the music scene showing some new cool fashions of the 80s and and that for me was pretty instrumental in shaping um some of the hip-hop music that i still enjoy today Sure. Um, and you know, it's I've gone through so many musical phases in my life, but with that one, really, just kind of, um, it, it was a happy movie. There was dancing. There was a lot of good music. The soundtrack, you know, was a little bit different. And uh, and so that's that's one that brings me back to my childhood because I do have a lot of memories. I remember watching that in the theater. I remember coming out and thinking I could pop and lock and do all that stuff. And so it was. Um, that's definitely one that brings me back. back there you to go. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie with you. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never seen Break In, but I have seen Break Into Electric Boogaloo in a, <laughs> in a theater for a midnight movie with one of the film's original producers. Wow. And wow. She, she was about three rows away from me and my friend who were doing Mystery Science Theater <laughs> 3000 3, style Exactly. and it's the perfect movie to do it to because honestly uh, you know you go back and watch that movie now and it's so cheesy and it's so like oh my gosh it's so 80s it's so cliche the dialogue's terrible the acting's terrible oh but it's the so fun the dancing was good and it was fun but that's something that kind of just I remember just kind of shaped me a little bit musically where, where I where I was at that time because you know I've I was hip hop and then, you know, rock and roll phase and then everything. I'm, you know, one of those people that I think as long as it's a good song, I like it, you know, 100%, and, 100%. And I, I don't, I don't ever put myself in that category of this is the type of music I like, you know? So uh, that's, that's one that, that really brings me back. And I, I can, I can close my eyes and see where I was at that time. So that's why. <laughs> breaking, breaking is, is a great one. That's a lot of fun. Uh, do any other ones, uh, or, or a good question that I like to ask with parents, because you have kids, you yeah. just said you got, you got uh, what, a 14 or a 15 year old and 18 year olds. And a seven year old, I and, have three kids. Oh, yeah. wow. All right. So no. what, are, what are some movies from your childhood that we haven't already talked about that you were excited to introduce to your children? Uh, okay. So one of them was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I just watched that last night. And because I think it resonates, especially with kids that are starting school and, you know, the faking sick or whatever. In fact, my daughter one time for Halloween, you know, wore a safe Ferris shirt and, you know, it was all 
dressed up in that. So one definitely Ferris Bueller's Day Off and also Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is, I, you know, as a kid of the 80s, as somebody, you know, I was born in 1974. So I just throw it out there. I'm, I'm dating myself. But, um, you know, so I grew up in the heyday of a lot of these movies at this time. I was like that an impressionable 10-year-old, 12-year-old when a lot of these movies were coming out. And so Ghostbusters is one, um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you name it, Friday the That's 13th the nightmare on elm street we've watched them all that's awesome that's awesome i gotta say i gotta say that's a great you know the first movie i remember seeing in the theater is ghostbusters 2 yeah my mom pulling me out of school early halfway through the day to take me to the theater to go see that those are those are some great movies are you excited for afterlife I am. I'm, 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 of course, I, you know, with just new technology and new everything. I mean, I, um, I'm really hoping for a Harold Ramis ghost. I, I am so much. So, you know, I just hope that they do it justice and, and, you know, just with the whole kid angle that's going to be in it, it. It's cool. You know, just to, carry it on and if they can get a couple more movies out of it and get more kids to enjoy the franchise i just i think it's cool yeah i, I love it and, i, I i've so. said i've said it before i'll say it again the first i don't know half a dozen times i watched it um right right when they right when she's going down into the basement and finding everything and they have the speech from ray from or from Vinkman from the first <laughs> movie i cried every time the first time i watched it on my phone i cried then i watched it on my tv i cried then we went to the movies and they played it in the theater bawling in the theater like just pure tears of joy like not crying because it's making me sad but just pure tears uh, of just my childhood like no 100 percent. and and i know you know now that you know this pandemic is ending and things are opening i hope the movie theaters used to do those anniversary shows where they play ghostbusters they play karate kid and i took my kids to those because seeing it in a theater is a different experience than watching it at home so i hope they do more of that and we can go back and watch some of those movies on the big screen because that really excites me yeah i i've been to the theaters twice since they have reopened <clears throat> I went and saw uh, saw Spiral. Uh, mm. It's opening night because I was fully vaccinated, and I I, I was very very excited to go back. Yeah. And then uh, like the next day, the theater sent me a free ticket to go see Fast Five because oh. every every week they're playing a Fast and the Furious film up to the new release. So I I was I got the thing for Fast Five. That's and cool. the funny the funny thing on that is they sent me the ticket, and I was super excited and thought that they were sending me like a sneak peek to the new movie oh, like five yeah. weeks before right. it came out and the day of i was like oh it's just fast five but i hadn't i hadn't seen it yet <laughs> all the way through so i was like oh i'll just go to the theater and check it out next quick, one next one is sorry, the, on, quick story on that though yeah uh, fast and the furious one came out i was working as a rookie officer in los angeles and it was absolute pandemonium on the roadways when that came out. So it was, it's really died down since then, but it was insane with what, when everybody went to the movie and saw that, it really spawned a new generation of drivers and everything else. So 
it was a little crazy. Lots of lots of NOS on the streets up in LA oh, yeah. at that time. Lots of it. Lots <clears throat> so what was the ratio of pulling people over to accidents being caused from from speeding and, and reckless drivers? You you know, back then, um, you know, it was very difficult to get very fast on the LA roads. Even, you know, there was still a lot of traffic out there. So you had uh, a lot of people, you know, in Marina del Rey and on the outskirts around, you know, just driving real crazy. So we made a lot of traffic stops, didn't write a lot of tickets. It was more of an educational thing because we knew that movie was coming out and we knew that people were going to lose their minds. And, sure. and you know, I, I know I'm preaching to the choir, who, anybody who's listening to this, but speed, you know, it really does kill and yeah. it's very dangerous. And at 55 miles per hour on a perfect sunny San Diego day, it takes your car an entire football field to come to a complete stop. And people don't realize that. So, um, you know, when you're going 80, 90 miles an hour, 100, it's, it could be really dangerous. So, absolutely. Absolutely. There's no, my, my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's, it's, it's great, you know, for to, to hear a professional in, in the field, like you absolutely know what you're talking about. Like, I love it when when like true educational information can be can be brought forward um because i mean i'm not i'm not like the the speed limit on the freeway right now is what 75 maximum six 65 in most places in san diego 70 and, and, and you know out there but you know uh, with there being a lot less traffic in san diego we've seen the speeds grow up and unfortunately we've seen the fatalities go up and, and it's been really, it's been a terrible year on the roads for, for fatals and, mm -hmm. and people losing their life. And it's just being a part of hundreds and hundreds of those scenes in my life. I don't wish that on anybody or their family. Sure. And it's just not worth it to, to go fast or to put yourself in a situation that can change your life forever. Absolutely. So. I, I just think it's, it's bonkers. Cause, cause I'll be, I'll be in the fast lane you know, doing 70, doing 75. And I get people that are coming up and then passing me on the right. And I'm just, and I just, I just have to go, I have to move over. Cause yeah. I'm just like, y'all are, y'all are crazy mm -hmm. speeding, speeding by me, you know, that fast. Uh, speaking of which I will say, I did see an officer cruising in San Diego the other night, the other night with a Popeye. Now what's the, what's a Popeye? One headlight. Oh, you know what? I can say with as many miles as these patrol cars have on them now. <laughs> it was just very deceiving. Surprised. It was just very deceiving because he came mm -hmm. zooming up on my right and I was, I had to get into the right lane. So like I did like, I, from a distance, I saw him zooming and then he came up behind me and like, I was like, I, I think that's, I think that's a cop. And then we go and they pass me and I'm like, wow, that cop just has one headlight. That's, that's very yeah. uh no, hopefully he's not writing any tickets for that yeah <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best if he's like you have one headlight and i'd yeah. be like officer have you, you looked at you. your car right. you <laughs> <laughs> oh man right. but um so yeah i mean that's a question i love to ask though with with uh people that i know have kids is what movies were they excited oh, yeah. To, to so, uh, and yeah and you know i'm still excited and now that they're older you know some movies like you know we just watched blair witch project the other day because oh. in fact my daughter was taking a cinema class with the high school and that was one of their assignments to watch it and kind of you know because that was one of the first kind of 
movies that was viral that people you know before youtube and everything else that that was you know so she had to write a paper on that so that was cool that's it's and it's a very watching it watching it as an adult is definitely different watching it as as a youngster because i watched it as a, a i don't know 16 17 year old and like me and my buddy at the end of the movie we're both sitting there kind of in the dark and and we both were scared by it wouldn't say it right. to each other and he was like mm, that movie was kind of dumb and i was like yeah man that movie was dumb <laughs> right and, but in fact it scared it scared the the living bejesus out of me of course, um of course. and then and then i went and saw the sequel book of shadows that came out to to theaters uh, a year or two later and that film was just absolutely horrible yeah yeah you just it, it just it, it got they went too far speaking speaking of the blair witch though it's a good one for this uh and this this is actually this will be a good uh, offspring for for a new variety of questions do you remember the first movie that gave you nightmares and do you remember movies that gave your children nightmares first um movie that gave me nightmares was friday the 13th the original one Right. And that came out when I was at an age where I was starting to go to camps with school in the eighties. It was like a big thing for schools to go to these week long camps, right. With counselors and, and, you know, I grew up in Northern California. So we always used to go, you know, and to Santa Cruz and that area and do these camps. And when that movie came out and they wanted to send me to a camp, I thought I was going to die. I thought for sure sending me to camp crystal lake and <laughs> i was just not having it and so that movie really i think even to this day like it in fact that house uh that we have in tennessee has the these woods behind it and i just do not want to go out in the backyard sure. and and see that at all you know it's just still to this day so. yeah yeah um <clears throat> Yeah, Friday the 13th. Uh I it's oh man, it's one of those movies that it's it it was really the first one of the first as far as I can remember. I'm sure there were a ton of before that, but it was like a real who done it, but it was a who done it horror movie where it wasn't like a party where where you know people guests were randomly being killed and and uh, uh luckily I had never seen it. For 6th grade, I did 6th grade camp. They send us off for a weekend nice. uh, and, and it was in the woods and we said we slept in, in you know, the, the camping areas and all of that. <clears throat> but I remember one summer, my father jokingly looking at me and going like, hey, you want to go to you want to go to summer camp? And I was and I was like, I mean, yeah, if you guys want to get me out of the house. And he's like, you want to go to Camp Crystal Lake? And, <laughs> and I had no idea what it was. And I was like, yeah, I got really excited. And he just started chuckling. He goes, that's uh, he, goes, he goes, never mind never mind yeah um, yeah and that, that yeah so and, and then i watch it now and it's that's eh, not as scary when i was a kid <laughs> oh sure but when you're a kid do yeah. i the, countless <laughs> countless nights i mean you'll you're old enough that you'll remember like uh joe bob briggs drive-in theater mm -hmm. and he's still doing that today he's actually doing that on shutter on the shutter app really yeah yeah he's still doing it today and I used to watch those on like Saturday nights and he would do the Friday, like there, anytime I remember, it's usually like a Friday the 13th film. Wow. All right. I have to check that out. 
and uh i mean he's doing yeah he's doing a whole bunch of them now uh okay. of, of new horror films that are cheesy and all that but i always remember watching the friday the 13th films and getting really scared and then it would it would cut to him and it'd be like oh man that was so crazy when he came hopping yeah. on out right. and it would be like this little bit of laugh that i'd be like oh right oh yeah yeah it's a <laughs> it's a movie okay cool and then you get yeah three to four minutes of commercials and then it <laughs> comes back with him again or it just goes back into the movie but yeah. It, yeah man that's um not not many people like because i because not i think that that's it's like joe briggs or joe i always call him joe bob it's probably just joe briggs mm-hmm. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. not many people not many people remember like joe briggs but, driving yeah. theater that that and you know elvira and all that other kind of crazy <laughs> Oh, oh, Cassandra! No, man, you're not dating yourself at all. I remember Mistress of the Dark, where she where she gives a poodle a mohawk. Right. (laughs) I mean, as a young impressionable kid, that was my favorite thing to watch. (laughs) And and I can tell you, as as a a teenager to young twenty year old going to Comic Con, meeting (laughs) Cassandra uh, was was a very was a very big joy. I actually met her. I didn't meet her as Elvira because she would do two appearances. She would appear as herself. And then she would yeah. appear as Elvira, and uh, and oh, she's dude, she's got like the most gorgeous red hair. Oh, I've seen, I've seen like, oh, yeah. yeah, she seems just like a cool person in general. So yeah, uh, and then um, <clears throat> if you if you I, if you remember any some movies that might have given uh, the young ones some nightmares and more recent <sighs> films. Um, so a nightmare in Elm Street when I thought maybe my kids were old enough to to watch that and maybe I was a little bit too soon okay with, with that one and sure. I think that was one of the first ones that really <clears throat> especially my daughter you know the younger kids maybe not so much I've seen my son you know he he watches that you know as a boy he watches that from a different perspective he's like ah Freddy you know what are you gonna do you know and then you know the later Friday uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets he's cracking jokes and before oh, yeah, he kills just, people and it's just not yeah, you know pure cheese yeah it's just cheese so but the first one i think you know watching that and you know of course getting yelled at my mom why what are you showing them you know and it was it, i think that's the first one where you know maybe she wanted to sleep in our room or <laughs> something like that and paranormal activity Ooh. even though they were a little older when we watched that one that was a little bit too real and that i think even freaked me out a little bit i mean it doesn't ha- i mean it doesn't help the cause that it takes place in la costa and the house before we remodeled our house pretty much looked exactly like the house we were living in there you same go same cabinet same layout same and it oh, just yeah. was too much you know <laughs> i i watched that uh movie in the theater at a single plex theater uh you probably know la paloma in encinitas yes mm-hmm. uh, i watched it at la paloma and then i walked like a mile and a half home by myself oh, at like nine o'clock at night <laughs> forget it oh yeah it was a little i walked a little bit faster than normal hundred percent hundred percent yeah. Uh, I love I those those films they like they are a little creepy the first time you watch them it can it especially if you believe in things like that I don't know about you I've talked about it on the show before with guests uh, but I believe in spirits I believe in ghosts I dealt with them at the house that I lived with in Oceanside I dealt with a shadow person continuously there 
the house that I live in here. Oh my gosh, the shadow. I just watched a documentary on that with the top hat guy. Oh, what's his name? I I don't even want to get into it. The Babadook? I don't know, but it, there was one, and I don't remember where we saw it. it was Netflix is about it's called the Top Hat Man. Okay, it's just called the Top Hat Man. Yeah, so check it out because it was. I'll have to look um, it up, but it is really freaky and. Okay. Um, but it, it was crazy. Yeah, I believe I believe in that stuff. Like I'm like when we moved when we moved into the house now the, the guests aren't going to be able the guests aren't going to be able to see this but when we moved into this house four years ago this is on the back of every door oh yeah wow okay yeah that's now the, now for the listeners it's a little cross made out of palm reeds there is a cross on the back of every door we never took any of them off we've been in this house almost four years and that cross is still sitting on that door like, you know what? Leave it. I believe in that stuff. And my, even my oldest daughter, she, you know, does the sage and all that kind of stuff. You just never, you never know. I want to be at peace with the spirits, you know, and like those shadow people are creepy. That I'll t- if you want, if you want, I've told the story before on the show, so I won't, I won't regale the listeners with that. If you want, I'll tell you, I'll tell you after we're off my, yeah, my, my experience. I'd love to hear it. But I'll tell you, I'll just tell you with here, I've told it before, but I'll tell you the house that I'm living in right now has a ghost of a little girl. And I know it's a little girl because I was watching Raw one night at like one or two in the morning. And I had had the, the windows open like for air to come in. But at like one or two in the morning, I heard a little girl giggle. Oh man. And I like, I know that wasn't coming from outside. Like who's yeah. walking down the street with their kid at one in the morning. It's a little girl. Yeah. No, but I've had that happen. My mother-in-law has felt the presence uh, of something. And then my wife has actually been home alone and in our bedroom with the door closed and she opened up the closet and she heard like right in her ear, hi there. And it was a little girl's voice. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Google that. Google that. It's like the hat man or the something documentary. What did you say? Was on, it. Is it on Netflix? I think it's on net. I can't remember where I saw it, but I, oh. I can get I'll you, look- but it's, 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 it's pretty terrifying. Honestly. I'll, I'll have to check it. I like, I like that stuff. Yeah. The only, the only thing, <clears throat> the only thing that I don't really talk about and it just sounds so silly uh, but I don't like talking about Slender Man. I have dealt with Slender Man twice in my life, and it was just one quick instance, and it was enough that I yeah. just no, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Let's talk more about. <laughs> <laughs> but with that, okay. So so we do come to. I mean, I I mentioned the first movie I remember seeing in the theater was Ghostbusters too. Uh, you have a big love of the theater, the big love for the movies. Do you remember the first movie? that you saw in the theater or what's the first movie you remember seeing? Um, And I can't remember which one it was, but it was, it it was Star Wars, but I can't, I obviously, I don't know if it was the first one because I, I, in the back of my mind, I think, what did it come out? 77 was the first one. And I don't remember the year of the second one, but it was, it was. 77 was, was a new hope. Yeah, so it was Star Wars because uh, as a kid, I had all the toys that I wish I would have kept. 
1980 was Empire. Okay, so it, it was probably 1980. It was probably Empire Strikes Back. But in reality, the 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 franchise was so popular that they mm-hmm. did do re-releases. So yeah, and it and it could have been because I know I had every Star Wars toy. That, I mean, I could see it in my room, and then sure. I can also see my dad taking him to the dump at some point. You know what I mean? So I, I wish that my dad would have been like my wife's father who has saved every toy they've ever had in the box. Every, you know, it's sure. crazy. My family, you know what? Once we stopped playing with it and went in the back of the truck and it went to the dump. I mean, those were the days before they donated stuff and gave, you know what I mean? It just, everything got tossed. My, my mother was very much like, like your, your wife's parents. Uh-huh. But with her, it was purely McDonald's toys. Oh, I have a, uh, I have a cardboard box somewhere at my father's house that mm. is filled with Toy Story, Power Rangers. Awesome. It's so Hercules, God knows what other Disney movies. <laughs> yeah. All the original, every, every toy in the original wrapper. And the Great. crazy thing is that she bought two. She bought two every time. She bought one for me to open and play with. And then she bought one, one to keep Art. it and hold to the side. I, I wish, I mean, I just wish, you know, I, with my kids now, I'm really good about taking stuff and, you know, when they're done, maybe putting it in bins and keeping it for them, whether it's WWE figures or little things that, or whatever it is that they've played with, just try and just, you know, cause so when they get older, I can give that to them and give them a piece of their childhood back. Cause I don't have any of that. I have sure. really nothing. And so. it's, it's, it's good for, for future. Like Jeff Dino's got his boy and mm-hmm. he plays with the wrestling figures that Jeff played with when, oh, yeah. he, when awesome. he was a kid, you know? So it's awesome. So I'm trying to do that. I'm very um, aware of that. And, and I just want to, that's awesome. You know, that's awesome. That, so. um, yeah. When it comes to movies, what's a movie that you feel that you can watch once and you never have to watch again? Probably any of the Transformer movies that ever came out. <laughs> that dude, it is so funny you are saying that because right before we talk, right before we started recording, I am watching for the first time in full succession. I have 15 minutes left. Transformers <laughs> the last night. So I'm a huge Transformers fan, right? Again, a kid of the 80s who came up with that and this, and I love it and I watch the movies and I like it, but sometimes they're just too, it's too much, right? It's too much. It's a little over the top. I love the, um, the special effects. I love it. I've seen everyone and I will continue to watch everyone, even if they come out, but it's something, something that I probably won't go back and watch again because it's 10 times better in the movie theater than it is at home. I would watch Bumblebee again. I really enjoyed Bumblebee. Yeah. I'm, you know what? That's that's a really good one. Um, that's one that I liked. And John Cena's just an added bonus on that. Yeah, for sure. You know, of course. So I don't know, but those ones, you know, are ones that I, I saw in the movie theater, and I don't know if I'd go back and watch them again. All right. I um, I, I I have a thousand movies on my Voodoo account because we linked up with my brother-in-law, and he bought a ton of movies. Awesome. And awesome. so I will just go through. And I play movies as background while I'm working, like while mm-hmm. I'm putting inputting data from customers. Like I play Perfect. a movie in the background, and uh, I had never seen last night, so you know, 
luckily while I'm inputting, I can, you know, alt tab and it brings up my, my movie and I can watch that while I'm taking my photos and transcribing my stuff. Yeah. And my, it's my yeah. first time watching it, but Bumblebee easily has to be my favorite. But the thing is, is I liked every one of those movies. You know what I mean? I'm easily entertained and I, and I was entertained and I enjoyed them, but I don't know if I'll go back and there's a difference between liking and loving. I yeah. can like a movie and I can say that it's entertaining, but if I love it, it's a movie that I can watch over and over and over. Like I can watch Blues Brothers every day. Oh, right. I, I could watch Baby Baby Driver. Oh, Blues Brothers is hands down like my favorite movie of all times. So. Yeah, I mean, that's a classic. I mean, that movie just, I mean, was in the days of that and Animal House and all those type of movies that you just... They just don't make them like that anymore. No, yeah, and that, and that, say that. <laughs> it's and it's it's absolutely true. And I think it's I think it's I think it's like I get it. The evolution of where we are as people with limits, but you, yeah, you could never make another Animal House. You could never make another uh, Blazing Saddles. You could never no, never make no. you could never make another you, you know like Caddyshack. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, go on and on and on, you know, I mean, they're so they're, they're so good, but it's like films that just that that can't be touched on. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, the trans the transformer ones. I think that's so funny that I'm just sitting here literally with 15 minutes <laughs> on, on the last night. Um, uh, that's so funny. And uh, with that, we kind of come to a close. And I always like to close with a listener recommendation, a movie that you love, uh, that you think the listeners should go check out if they haven't seen it. Um, okay, so I have, I have two. Yeah, you can, you can get three a, if you want. One's a, one's a documentary, though. I love documentaries. And it has so many cheesy aspects to it so many different characters and that's king of kong i don't okay. know if you know it's it's the, it's the about the yeah, yeah, yeah. Kong, right mm -hmm. it's about the people trying to um break the record when it comes to donkey kong and um pac-man and all this stuff and one of the main characters is this guy billy mitchell and he's just such an asshole and you just hate him right and you just hate him but I love him. In fact, I got a signed picture of him on my wall in my arcade because he's such a heel. You know, he's the biggest heel there is in the in the, the 80s video game world that people just despise him. But as a character in this movie, you just you you just you he makes you cringe and you can't take your eyes off it. That's awesome. So King of um, Kong. King of Kong. And the other one. Um, and this might surprise people, especially, you know, here I am, this kind of, you know, former Marine, law enforcement guy, right, for 20-something years. But one of the movies that I can watch over and over again, that makes me feel good, that every time I see it, it's, you know, the, the little guy coming up, and that's <laughs> Made in Manhattan. I love it. <laughs> With Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love that movie. And my wife gives me shit all the time because she's like, why are you watching that stupid movie again? You know, but it's that feel good type movie. It's one of those things that you don't have to think you can watch it. It's a good story. It has a happy ending. So 
There you go. I'm not going to lie, Jim. I've never seen it. Yeah. Never, never seen Made Manhattan. Right. But it's something that is, I don't know. It's just one of those movies that I like. It, it makes no sense. Makes no sense, but I like it. So <laughs> that's great. As we come to a close here, uh, where can people find you uh, online, possibly on TV? Yeah. So um, you can follow me on Twitter. That's where I'm most active at Jim B16149. So if you want to come follow me, give me a follow. I tweet a lot about wrestling, a lot about sports, a lot about current events. I'm not political. I don't do that. I don't give opinions on other stuff. I'm all about happiness and joy and, you know, making people feel good and having a good time. That's, that's all me. Um, I do traffic reports on channel 10 every day from at 11 o'clock and 5 p.m. So you can find me on channel 10 uh, here locally in San Diego doing that. I'm also a board member with the San Marcos Promise in North County, and we are a nonprofit that helps um, young people find their direction uh, when it comes to um, jobs, careers, or colleges, and we provide all kinds of activities for them. So go follow us on Twitter as well at the San Marcos Promise or the sanmarcospromise.org. Follow us on there. We have a lot of things coming up for people in North County and a lot of resources for kids and underserved communities. And I'm really passionate about that and helping everybody. That is awesome. And that goes right into how we like to close the show. And that is here at the last podcast we want, we try and keep a PMA, a positive mental attitude. Do you have any messages of positivity or a personal mantra that you'd like to leave the listeners with as we close on out? Um, you know, uh, I think the biggest thing that, that I like to tell people is um, just be cool to one another, you know, be nice, you know, don't, don't be that online bully, that personality that comes out. If you're cool to everybody, no matter what background from they are from, no matter what they believe, no matter what they do, uh, good things are going to happen to you and um, good things will come your way. Awesome. Jim, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been another episode of The Last Podcast You'd Want. And until next week, tip the veal, try the staff. I'll see you then.